Got it from the mud, never got the plug. Got it from the mud, he ain't got the boss. Got fucks in the spot, they all wanna fuck. Welcome to Talk It Out. Uh, this is a show where we tackle mental health and we interview people that has like, been through mental health and been through a lot. And our goal is to, you know, help them gain a peace of mind and obviously at the end of the day, let them be at peace with themselves. Uh, this lockdown, you know, seen a surge in mental health and a lot of people have developed mental health problems like me, my friend over here. So we're going to be talking about it. So yeah, we're just going to get straight into it. Uh, I'm with Tim, Coco, Malik, and obviously me, Omar. So yeah, let's get straight into it. So yeah, my boy Malik. So talk us through what you went through, how, how you know, deteriorated your mental health. And yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so where should I start? Basically, um, there was a situation, that was, uh, there was a murder, innit? and this must have been last year, that 2019. So just just before the end of 2019. Um, yeah, yeah, basically there was an incident and then um, uh, someone that I know, like they're not like close to me, but it's someone I know, innit? Uh, they, they, they sadly passed away, they got stabbed. And I was like, I was there like, when you it happened. For, you were present for yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was present when it happened. Okay. So it was quite a traumatic experience and it, it just really deteriorated my mental health for a certain, it was like like a three week spell where I had like a bad spell. I was like, at my, like, I was down bad. Like I was not myself. Like I just felt like a whole new person, literally. And yeah, it just, it just affected me. And yeah, that's it. Yeah, man. For you to go through that as well, man, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. For you to see someone actually die, you know, mm. if that was me, you know, I'd be having a lot of thoughts in my head. 100%. And you probably felt alone. Like, you probably felt like you had no one to talk to about the situation because at the end of the day in life, it's, it's only you. You know, as much as people, like, when I was going through my own stuff, you know, I did speak to people. And I thought, you know, I, did, I bottled a lot of things up in my head, but I spoke to people. But it was for reassurance, you yeah. get what I mean? So it was a thing where, like, they would tell me what I wanted to hear, yeah. and I liked it, but after five, 10 minutes of that, yeah. you get it, it's a straight, I'm back to reality, I'm back to normal. Yeah. So, yeah, man, so through, throughout the days after it happened, I feel like did, when, when it first happened, yeah. did you kind of not feel anything at the time, or did you feel shocked? Nah, I just, it felt, it felt surreal to me. Mm. So it was a thing where, I was like, whoa, I've actually experienced this. So I'm like, let me just block it out. Like, let me not think about anything to do with that. So so I was fine the first like two months, I was good. And then December came and then it just, I don't know, like I'm just, I'm just at home. Everything's like, my mind is not, like I'm not sane, I have no sanity basically. What, what were your quote unquote coping methods per se? Coping methods? I don't really know coping methods because when I would, try to speak to people mm. they'd say yeah just like like yeah, kind of brush off the shoulder yeah. like. but in terms of you because you said you initially upon it occurring you yeah. blocked it out so what was it that you did to give you that ability to be able to just block it out no i just basically i started focusing on my prayers isn't it because okay. i wasn't praying beforehand so as well faith then. yeah faith mm. faith brought me like kind of helped my situation a lot i just mm. blocked out everything came off social media, mm. I just focused on myself for a bit, literally, yeah. Okay. 
So I, I would ask you, would you having those dreams? Because I know yeah, there's a yeah, lot yeah. of dreams of it flashing back. It's PTSD. Yeah, that's yeah. what they call it, yeah. post-traumatic yeah. stress syndrome. Yeah. So it is PTSD, yeah. and um, it's something that you know, unfortunately, because yeah. you was there and you witnessed it, it's gonna take a long time probably to get over. It. I've been through something like that myself. Um, it wasn't in terms of that. It was probably my grand parent passing away in my hands um so watching her deteriorate and then obviously her passing so i understand um just seeing something and witnessing playing it over in your head finding coping mechanisms or yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to find ways to cope is the hardest yeah, thing you know yeah, for real. so yeah. but yeah man it's just uh, i think the main point i wanted to point out was this was a stabbing so you know a lot of stabbings happen in in london these days uh, and i come from an area you both come from an area where it's normal to us you know mm -hmm. you know people stab each other over dumb dumb yeah. dumb hey, stuff so like petty yeah. petty things okay. like loose change we don't know the house i do understand <laughs> where they're coming from as well sometimes they might have had a friend that you know passed away a friend that was killed then you know they don't rely on the justice system no retaliation yeah so they do it out of retaliation I, I, i'll be honest if someone killed my close friend that i've known for years i'd want to retaliate and gain revenge because i know that the police it goes down to the police the police ain't doing you know the best they can with the justice system if they did better with it and they actually brought those people to justice then maybe those kids wouldn't have to go out there and seek revenge and vengeance so yeah i mean no. I disagree. In I disagree. what sense? The reason why I disagree because I understand what you're saying about mm. police, but I also I'm think not trying to blame it. No, no, no. I also yeah. think it's a community thing. Like, why yeah. are you killing your brother? Why yeah. are you? It's yeah. more mentality of how like we can rely on the police to a certain sense, but no, in a way we've got to be a black community. We've got to communicate yeah. ourselves, yeah, innit? Yeah, we've got to know that the fight is not with us; mm. it's with the outsiders. And I yeah, think yeah. back in um, the day. Our four parents and stuff understood that they yeah, knew that the fight wasn't us as a community it was a fight with other people so they strive to get better and yeah. the community was strong together now we're just killing each other exactly um, and we're giving them the opportunity yeah you know so I think I think even though we can say the police and whatever it's more about seeing your fellow kinfolk on yeah, the road yeah. and walking past it and saying you know what my fight is not even with you now but yeah. I'm with somebody else, so I'll allow you. Yeah, we, we, we're yeah. brothers, we look the same, yeah. we're the same yeah. people. Like, we shouldn't be fighting each we other. We shouldn't be killing yeah. and stabbing each other. Like, no, it's not worth it, to be honest, because there's yeah. going to be families that are tormented because of it. Well, you're yeah. tormented. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. It but it's going to affect on, it, it, it? Yeah, it affects now, now, yeah. Thankfully, I'm completely over it. Imagine well, you wanted to retaliate then. Yeah, I know. Imagine yeah. you said in your mind, I saw this. Yeah. Like, forget it. I'm on it. Yeah, but yeah. you see the person who died, like, like I'll see them around the area. I'll know them. Yeah, if yeah. I see them, I'll see that. I saw you that what you're saying. You're good enough, yeah. and then just keep it moving, isn't it? Hundred percent. But yeah, it was just. It like, was literally like I see the situations at wrong place, wrong time, mm. um, and I felt that you know um, later on in that situation, you know, I witnessed you know my friend, you know, kind of deteriorate and everything, and it wasn't a nice feeling, man. It kind of hurt me as well. To see someone like that but you know at the end of the day i didn't treat him like someone that you know was you know crazy like people some people would label i'm not saying all people but you know 
people are very judgmental in it especially through social media now there were situations that happened on social media where you know you've gone everywhere so you know people that care about you you know they'll come and shout you they'll tell you yo like let's sort this out like what's going on you get it they'll try to get to the bottom of it but people that just don't care they love the gossiping thing mm. they love talking behind people's backs and everything and it's become a normality yeah. and it's a thing where you know i helped malik out in situations where you know i saw that maybe he wasn't unstable and everything but you know i helped him out because that's my boy that's my little boy you get it mm. and it's a thing where you know I helped him, took him home, you get me? And I told there's him no I cheat. Yeah, this, this, literally, I felt so helpless in that moment because, you know, yeah. it's kind of a thing where you got, you only, like, you can change yourself. Do you get what I mean? I can't help you change, like, it's yeah. all on you. Like, I could talk to you every single day and tell you the same things over and over again, but if you're not willing to change, you get it. That's, that's about it. So, yeah, man, just this mental health thing, uh, social media, I think, is a factor as well. Social media is very toxic. So when you say anything about mental health as well, to speak especially to mom as well, yeah. um, in black community, we don't speak about it a lot. Mm -hmm. It's a stigma for us. We don't, it's it's like get on with it, you yeah. know. You know, like we don't have a choice. Well, Keep it. Uh, you see, you see, you see, in my thing, yeah. It's obviously there's a thing like obviously the devil in it. Everyone, everyone, yeah, everything yeah, yeah, has yeah, a devil yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So you see. Like it's, it's more in the Somali community as well, mm. and oh. when people when people realize someone's not the same as they was, they say they say he's a devil inside you. Ah, you need, you need, yeah. um, African community. Yeah, they think, they think that you know, like that. Like they they you think, yeah. or whatever they say. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's honestly not like people have actually yeah. gone through hardships, yeah, and they don't like they can't cope with it, and you're not really helping out that situation when they're really expecting you to lean on their shoulder, yeah. literally. So essentially, that's, um, it's cultural difficulty. I was going to say, do you feel it's generational, but it's not. I mean, it's generational in the sense that it's more prominent now, mm. because back then, obviously, with us two being of a different generation oh, yeah, from yourselves, yeah. us growing up, mental health wasn't, maybe it wasn't as much publicized, yeah. spoken about, touched yeah. upon, or even realized, whereas now, it seems as though a lot more of the youth are affected by mental health and are not well equipped like yourself. So like you said, you wanted to help him, but yeah, you weren't able to help him because you felt mm. helpless. You didn't yeah. have the necessary tools, mentally, physically, or knowledge to kind of yeah. support him in a way that he might have necessarily needed. Um, I think with quote unquote black communities, we kind of Many of the times, like you said, dust it off or put the yeah. reason or rationale yeah. down yeah. to something. Yeah. So I feel like for guys, it's very hard, isn't it? But yeah. like my advice to anyone that's going through it, that's a guy. Uh, I I think that you should just let it all out, bro. On the just I let agree. it all out because if you bottle it up, that's what causes the it's mental worse, health. It's worse. It'll worsen. It'll worsen the mental health. So yeah, man. To any guy out there, bro, you get like me. I could tell you for free. I ain't a big man. You get. Mm -hmm. I ain't this guy that acts tough and everything. Sometimes it's okay to cry. Sometimes it's okay oh, to be angry. 100%. You get. And there's times that you need to do that for your mental health, for your peace of mind, innit? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, man. 
for real, like, this, this guy, like, I'm so proud of him for a reason, because, you know, he rose up against all odds and everything, you get it, you get it, he went through it all, and you get it, I was so proud of him when I, when I saw him, it was just like, he was, he was back to normal again, innit, yeah. and it was never his fault, at the end of the day, it's just what has happened in society, innit, it's literally, we're a product of an environment, and a lot of people, they go through it all, so, for, for him to rise up against all odds, I'm very proud of him and inshallah like, I wish him all the best and that he does he does good. So yeah man. Um as a woman I wouldn't say that we have to take accountability as well. Yeah. Um we need to listen more, we need to realise that we're not the only sensitive people out here and you know, we sometimes always say that, Oh, you're a man, you know, we want you to and we don't understand that you go through the same things and you go through your own things differently and I always say I always come back to things where um, I say well, men probably will have a stop and search and women will have a, a weed issue. Mm -hmm. for yeah, so yeah. we have the same issues, but we just have it in different ways. So we have to understand, yeah, yeah that um, you know, mine might be the hair or where yours will be the stop and search. Mm -hmm. yeah. But we still go through the same things. And um, I'm sorry that we don't listen a lot. <laughs> you know, with the stop and search as well, I was looking at my snap memories. And if you really? might, I was looking back at it and I remember I must have, like, this time last year I got stopped and searched just right around the world. Really? Next to uh, room, I was literally with my guys and we were just going out to eat and we've literally been we stopped. And, and exactly, like, our car has followed us. Yeah, a car has followed us, like a police car has followed us and they're saying suspected weapons in the car, See? you know, and then we're just angry at the fact that, bro, oh, we're just trying to go eat. George. We're trying to, we're trying to, like, I'm starving, it's literally like 2 p.m. And, and like, I'm trying to go eat, you get it, and, and you know, they've come to us, they've hassled us, they, they've just taken our details down. We're just saying there's no point, there's no weapons in a car. What's the point of all these details? What's yeah. the point of all of this? Yeah. You're not going to use it anyway, yeah. so... Well, the I flip side would be the women going to work with wearing weave and they got to have straight hair. And yeah. Yeah. It's the same type of yeah. stuff and such yeah. oppression, yeah. Yeah. but it's a different type it's of different oppression that we just yeah. have to talk yeah. about yeah. and we have to understand yours and you have to understand, you know? Yeah. Honestly, so, I can go on my phone right now, I can have at least 10 plus videos a week and stop and search. Oh. And I just wanted to I'm sorry, sorry, right. I just wanted to add on it does develop into paranoia. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and if, if you do no, it does about that, I, yeah. can, I can say right now on my way here on my way here there was literally a car and I've spotted it because someone else got searched beforehand like wow. a few days ago and they snapped the number plate. Right. And I've I've got the number plate and I've realised who it is. Yeah. And they've gone past me, they're going down the road where I'm going to, mm. um, and then they turn, like they go, like as in, as in they're gone away, like they're nowhere near me. So I'm thinking it's all cool. But me, I know what they're gonna do. I knew they were mm. gonna go around and mm. come back. So, mm. so once I've reached the end That's of the road, once I've reached by the end of the road, they're already they've spun it and come back to go see where I'm, what I'm kind of doing. Yeah. And I look back at them and I'm smiling at them because I'm like, what? Like, well, you're not doing that. I'm just doing I was on FaceTime to my friend. I'm like I'm showing it. I was like, look at this. Like, the joke thing in it. But for us, for for us black boys, it's become a norm. It's become it's a norm. Society. Society. There's, there's sort of two aspects to that. There's the acknowledgeable aspect in the sense of because I don't want to sort of breed a, a society of paranoia. But you have to. Because my experience has sort of varied. There have been legitimate stop and searches, which they haven't found results, yeah. and there have been 
not so legitimate yeah. conversations mm -hmm. where again they have a fun I think but I've later on looked back on it and realised hang on you didn't act in a legitimate way mm -hmm. like, blatantly was you just yeah. targeting me mm -hmm. quote unquote victimising me and essentially creating embarrassment for me yeah. and I think what the youth, the older generation, everybody is the same. I'm not saying we all got to become police officers, but I think we should, to an extent, increase our knowledge field and know, like, yeah, right. Because there are certain tactics that are employed to sort of kerfuffle you and, and put you in a, an arouse, rise your back up where you either become aggressive or mm -hmm. you're seen as resisting. Yeah. Whereas I think if you have a certain aspect of knowledge in your mind and you deal with the situation calmly, not that it's going to reduce how many times you get stopped, but it changes the outcome of how that situation is dealt with. So for myself, I'm just naturally a calm person. Yeah. Regardless of the situation, somebody could be coming with a gun, I could see someone running past me on fire, <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to be calm. <laughs> I'm 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 a whole novel. That's a whole I'm 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 and it's, it's natural, I don't hold it against them. They'll complain about it, but they won't go and find out, hold on, should he have done this? Should he have done that? What should he do? So for me now, I've been stopped on my way to work, and I look quite young anyway, so mm -hmm. they're not expecting me to say my age. They're expecting mm -hmm. to hear 20-something or... Well, you don't need to say that. I've learned recently that you don't even need to say a name or nothing. Mm -hmm. no, unless you're detained. I'm saying this story, you know, there's times I've actually been stopped here, yeah? and I said, I don't need to give you my details, and they yeah. said, you have to, we're going to arrest you. And so they arrest they, you. And that's why I So, if, I'm not saying you should try your best to control the situation, but there are tactics you can employ to sort of... Better the situation. Better the situation, have a better outcome, and it doesn't... Because there are some individuals, unfortunately, so this isn't a point about knocking the police. They are there to do what they've got to do, yeah, and we do respect those that do that. There yeah. are unfortunately also those who don't do what they're supposed to do and are acting inappropriately and wrongfully, creating this sort of negative signal for the police, unfortunately. Mm. So that's why I say if each and every individual is equipped, and I'm not saying you've got to be a smart aleck and jump in front and go, no, 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 don't say nothing to him, don't say nothing to him. You have to become the target of that officer to See, you can't outsmart the enemy, you know. Yeah. Okay, that's one rule number one. My word is conform, comply, and then complain. Yeah, comply. So you comply first, and then you complain. You know what the harsh reality is? It really, really, and truly adds up to nothing at the end of the day. You could do all of that, and what did they do? The most you're getting is probably a little apology. Other than that, you'll say, oh, we're looking into it, and then boom, it's been left. You get and that's a lot of situations with the police. So, yeah. so then, can we say that then we should be putting ourselves in positions where we're in the majority that make the decisions? Then, because that's how I feel. Because I work for the council, so I have to put myself in a position where I, I feel that I have to put myself in there yeah. in order to change what needs to be changed. Yeah, we can't. I feel complain on the outside when we're not lawyers, doctors, yeah. solicitors. 
We have to be in there. You see, the problem is, let me tell you from the Somali community for free, yeah, I know there's one police officer, there's one Somali police officer. No, 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 Police agent, whatever it is here yeah, with the police here, yeah, mm -hmm. you're seen as an enemy, yeah. and you're seen as someone that's betrayed the people. That's and not just a maybe, small maybe. I think that's a black thing. Yeah. 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 I have a friend who, who is, like a friend that I grew up with. We, you know, go on holiday. I was uh, his best man at his wedding. I was MC yeah. his brother. He's a police officer now. Yeah. Now our circle, we still hang around. Mm -hmm. But they behave in a different way. There's certain jokes, underlying jokes that are Seriously. made that you know there's aspects of truth behind. So, you know, certain people don't want to smoke around him or oh, wait, mm. all of that kind of stuff. Mm. Like, it's not the same guy. Like, I've been away with him, he mm. does what he's doing. He's, he's a human being, but his standpoint is he's doing what he's doing to be that 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 position of change. That's mm. what I mean. And he's. I think through him doing the job, he got to a point of realization that some, and these are his words, that some black people, and he was very specific, he said, some black people are disgusting. To see wow. a black wow. yeah. Now, and, and, and he's not someone, yeah, he's, he's wow. someone of that mindset, but he's now, in a, he's a police officer. Yeah. And he's there for yeah. his reasons, which are to make change. Yeah. Yeah. He's not there because he feels the laws too slack. He's genuinely just yeah. there because to he make change for change. his people. Yeah. So then to see his own people see him in uniform and be disrespectful without reason towards him is disgusting. Yeah. Because you complain. Yeah. 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 It has a double standard. It's got yeah. like two sides. You complain because, all right, let's. I don't want to bring race into the issue, but it, 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 it becomes that kind of point. You complain that, oh, there are no this, that, and the other. You then have one of your own in that who hasn't discriminated against you. Mm. He is there to ensure that that situation. Let's Hypothetically, say you get stopped and searched by one black officer and a white officer, he's there to ensure that that situation goes proper. So well, that was legit, legit, well. So for others to now look on him, uh, you know, screwing up their face, spitting on the floor in front of him, all that kind of stuff. She's doing a good thing. Mm. By going out there and being a black police officer, mm. so so that's an advantage on his side. Mm. But what I'm saying is the negative is that see the black people that he's dealing with, mm. they might think as like he's a he's a traitor in a way because you know why? Because because you see you see the white officers, mm -hmm. the white officers when they're moving mad with um, uh, for example, say a black person, mm. they they move mad and that situation never gets dealt with. Like it would be, it would be all, it would lean all to the police officer side. Yeah. But for his, like for, for his situation when he's doing a search, it will be completely different. He's doing it for the right reasons, but like say, say the white, say the white officer might do it for a whole complete different reason. He wants to do it because he might be a bit racist or whatever. Mm. Like you can't use the race card all the time. Yeah. But it's, but it's, but there's pure evidence mm. that there is. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't dispute that. I don't dispute that. 
I've got about 10 things to say. Can I have the race card? Because I want to spend it. I want to know where the race card is and what, how, how much credit you've got on that. Because I've never been able to get a race card and spend it. There's no such thing as a race card. I'm back to know where it is. No. Who, who owned it? How much credit you've got on that? Let me give you an example. Because there's no race card. And what I would say about the, the police... Yeah. Um, for me, it would go into systematic racism. It's not about being, it's the, the systematic. Racism in it's the about system. being a yeah, systematic. Yeah, that's, that's it's about being a metropolitan police officer, knowing yeah. the systematic racism, knowing what it stands for, knowing about all these Leverson inquiries. There's so many yeah. different things that go yeah. into play with being a police officer. So I would say that it's just unfortunate for him, it's his job title. Yeah, yeah, if he yeah. was probably a lawyer, solicitor, there's, there's different, you know, yeah. metropolitan police don't mm. sit well with, with any with type anyone, of, um, yeah. not even just black people, any type of race that's not yeah, a I'm white sure. race. There's systematic racism that embeds in it. And the other um, issue, going back to yours, would be also, you know, he would be on... on on a call or whatever and see the white officer doing something and say nothing you're just conforming to what's mm -hmm. going on so i'm not saying your friend but no, are they making that change are they actually standing up and saying to the officer that this is not right or are they just being a tom fool i would say or conforming to the way of life or is it just or is yeah. it just a paycheck yeah. or you you just want to say you're of a social standing to conform to the whites no, like, really really like, true. Sorry, you will never know. know you will never know his his he says he's doing it for change and for me if i see a black officer then i like me i think that they're doing it for the right reason because yeah. i don't think they're doing it so so they can do the like like get it. they're not doing it for the white people i think they're doing it because they've seen I the injustice some of them i'll be honest that. some of them probably got bullied in school they yeah they 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 and, they and now they've got a power now they want to abuse so the power i'm surprised at how small a percentage that is uh, it get that that statement there gets said a lot and that's not me defending i'll be honest i've seen a couple of people they look like they've been bullied in school it gets said a lot and there are some that fall into that category or something some of them do fall i've seen some a bit more of a change for community police officer wouldn't be the way unless you're actually in a the, the society to change what's the norm. Why would you want to be a police? Because nah, to me, I just feel like you're hand. just oppressing yeah. the youth again. You're just in yeah. a, an oppressive but, way. Like, if I can give you an example, uh, I'd love for you lot to watch it as well. Some BBC iPlayer they've released uh, a Black Lives Matter type of you know short films which okay. feature John Boyega, very good oh, actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was watching one episode, it's a couple episodes, but I was watching one episode where John Boyega, he's is back in the nineteen sixties, West London. Like it's fully like is it it's fully like was London. It I, f I think, I think so, I yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, so, yeah so what yeah. what's happened in that episode was John Boyega back then, racism was at an all time high. So it was around the times of the sixties. So John Boyega decided, you know what, I'm gonna be a police officer to try and make change. He left his whole job where he was working very good and you know, as soon as he went to that said to his parents and that he's he's, a, he's gonna become a police officer his dad bugged out on him like he fully went mad because his dad was discriminated by the police for no reason he was grappled by the police harassed he was beaten up now he's waiting on the case and they're saying yo in the in the case nothing's really gonna happen for you you might as well take the money now so what has happened was he's, he experienced racism systematic racism as well 
And when John Boyega went inside that police station, what has happened was, you know, straight away he started experiencing racism. There was a guy that was an Indian, like he said, about coloured people as well. An Indian guy was getting, you know, harassed as well. He's getting, and then he ended up leaving. He ended up storming out. And John Boyega was acting, yo, like we're in this together, man. We can make the change. He gave up and he left. And it was just John Boyega by himself, and he tried his best to make the change. But at the end of the day. You can't change everyone, bro. No. That's, yeah, what, yeah, that's yeah, what I learned yeah, in my life. You can't change okay. everyone. I can't so, your so what has happened? What has happened at the end? Yeah, um, it's got to the point where they're literally writing the N word on his locker, you know. And I feel like this has been embedded. I don't, I don't see a lot of change that's happened. Yeah, they make little changes to tease everyone and say, yo, you know what? We're gonna keep them happy, make a tiny bit of change, and then everyone just leaves off as that. But I feel like. For people to go into the police force, there needs to there need to be numbers going into that police force. There needs to be a lot of people, and then us lot as people as well. What can we do to kind of try and force that change? We can protest. I feel like protests they don't really work. If yeah, I'm honest, that's with you, the whole thing. That's that's a whole thing. I'm not even trying to go. I'm not even trying to go off topic or anything. I'm just giving examples of yeah, how to yeah, make yeah. change. But you know, at the end of the day, when when people above us are the ones that you know are are doing this. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, God. Because I'm I'm just I'm just gonna throw it out there. You're saying about change, yeah? Yeah. Can you change a uh, oppressive system? If it's systematic racism, white supremacy, can you change that? You can't go into their system and change it. You've got to make your own system. That's how I see it. Yeah, yeah. There's no way we're going to be able to go into the white... This country's not off. This ain't a country, like... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't come into my house and tell me, oh, well, this is how you treat your... No, that's how I have my household. Yeah. You have, you have your own household. Yeah, you either conform to how I live or don't come to my house. 100%. Like, I've been in Kenya for five months, so I came back recent January, early January time, oh, so I saw the beauty of Africa. You know, it's portrayed that. in Europe as a third world country, and when when I see BBC news, it's just the, there's people that are shirtless, they're just showing the shit holes basically. Yeah, they're just showing Africa. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, uh, but, no, but they're moving like there's no shit holes here. Oh, well, do you know what's mad? In my head, I'm there's thinking. There's more shit holes here. There's more yeah, shit holes here. 100%. Go, come on, Nah, but you know what it is? I, I actually had that in my head when I was going to Africa that, you know, this actually might not be the best place. Really? Was, and because, because of what oh, I've been seeing. And I, I've always been in the UK. The only holiday I probably went to was Spain and that. Oh. But, yeah, so the first time I actually went to Africa, I went there and I was very paranoid of the police. I feel like the reason why I was paranoid because of the police is because there, man knows there's corruption there. Yeah, yeah, there's corruption. So, so if a policeman sees me and checks my passport or whatever, my dad's literally telling me, carry your passport with some sort of identity. Because if you get stopped without it, they'll lock you up in jail. They'll look for any reason. So it's a thing where the feds there, I'll be honest with you, they're worse, bro. Like, just because they're black, like what I saw well, there. from Jamaica, it's, it's totally worse. It's worse because you're white. Yeah, it's lovely. It's lovely. It's lovely worse. But what I'm trying to say is really the police, especially your language. Yeah, if you're exactly. they, you're foreigner. From you have got the accent. From the moment yeah. you come in their country with a British passport, you are getting taxed. Let me tell you, my bro. Once I have to start interrupting, bro. I went to Somalia with my mum. Yeah. I can tell you this for free. They have a British passport. Yeah. Came to the airport. 
$100 for me coming into the country, my mum $100, Straight, not even yeah. mom, $200, because I was a child, I get the little the half price discount, there's two bills oh, for my mum and a bill for me, so we're paying three bills to come into our own country plus the flight, where we're staying, your food, etc, it's nuts. But you got to remember they've been colonized by yeah. so many. So they're paying yeah, they tax. If you think hate, about yeah. certain African countries, still yeah. paying tax to France, still mm. paying tax to so Germany, UK everywhere. UK just it, finished it, paying tax yeah. for win, for the slave trade in 2015. Yeah, haven't finished it. I just seen. I well, seen in 2015, our tax was still going back to the slave trade. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's not that they're trying to extort you. They have to pay back this yeah. world debt that they owe. Yeah. You even Kenya, for example, the monetary fund yeah. and how much wealth yeah. debt they own. Even so Kenya, China, China. 100%. What happened with China? Well, they only well, paid back the seventeen percent. Yeah. Right. Well, I hear this for the reason. So it's not your fault. Our yeah. fault. They've got to tax you and tax yeah. me to pay them back. Even Kenya, China loaned Kenya a lot of money, and now. They have to pay it back, but they China did it so smart because they gave them all these resources, all these mm-hmm. things to rebuild, and now they're saying, "Oh, no, 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 got to do this. You got to do this. They're doing this. They're doing this so they can go there and they can take whatever resources that they want. It's a tactical type yeah. of thing, isn't it? Yeah. And it's all about like, you know, it should be a thing where, like, if I was a president, like prime minister, I'd be like, yo. Slave trade, you yeah, like all of that. You wouldn't. Nah, but because the thing is, tied into the, yeah, that's what you'll I'm be saying. tied into the system, and you've got to yeah. do whatever you know. Because yeah. there's, yeah. it, there's this monetary fund. Yeah. You've got IMA. Is it English money? Something called the, mon- the big monetary fund that everyone's yeah. got, yeah. and they own everybody. From you're in the stock tr- uh, exchange and certain yeah. things. You as even a black president can't say nothing because yeah, you're on. still in. That's what I'm asking. Business. We're still, still in the system. Even in our black country, we're still in the system. Yeah. And it goes down to this as well because when I went to Kenya, same way he got taxed. I never really got taxed at all, but you know, my dad, through my dad telling me, yo, be careful, always have your ID, yeah. everything. I'm literally in my cousin's car <laughs> and I'm looking left and right. Yeah, I'm thinking, yo. Like the feds and that, they're mad. Cause literally, like if I like one thing I was really shocked about is discrimination as well, isn't it? I was discriminated for being from the UK and like, yeah, yeah, certain yeah. things. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. I wouldn't have it. They think, yeah, they think just because I'm an outsider, like I, I mess about. You know, I don't give a shit about life. Yeah, I come here yeah, because yeah. I'm a criminal. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of things that they think as well, uh, and it's the thing where um, the police there, like. The same way the like the same way the white man used a whip on a on a black man, I actually saw them using whips, which was so crazy. Like I was, I saw them carrying whips, the same whip a white man would use on a black man. Have you heard of the butterfly effect? Mm-hmm. I feel like that was kind of like a butterfly effect, and, mm-hmm. and you know I kind of took one because I found it in my uncle's house. That's that that was like it was mad. Obviously, it was probably there from a police officer or something. But when I found that, I was just looking at it, and I was like, you know what, let me just test this out to see how mad it is. So I did it once. <laughs> no, 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 just, just out of, like, curiosity. Yeah. So I did it, and the whiplash, like, the way you could hear it is actually so crazy. Like, so it just goes to the point where I think things in life are just embedded. It's past yeah, two generations. I, I look at it. got to break the yeah, chain. I look at it like a cycle, in it? And this chain. is called a cycle of hatred. And the only way we break it, I think, in my opinion, the best possible way is to just educate 
you know, educate and let yeah. people understand because at the end of the day, it's all about respect. Now, if I'm talking to you in a disrespectful manner, saying, yo, you're a racist, this and that, and I'm making assumptions I'm about, about you. Racist, yeah. That's the next episode. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can, you can at times, you know, I'll be honest no, with you. We'll leave, leave that for another day. We'll leave that for another day. That's going to be my controversy. I'm not trying to have mm-hmm. all of that right now. But yeah, man, it just leads down to the fact that, you know, I feel like if we make courses or make schools where we're teaching people about racism, teaching people about crimes, you know, most people that do the crimes don't even know what they've, like, what they've done. They don't even know whether it's legal or not. And things like mortgages, all of these things, I don't even know what it is. I'll be honest with you, man. Like, I know I have an idea of it. Budget, financial freedom, credit scores. Credit scores are very important. A lot of these things, I feel like what we could do right now is push these things. And, you know, I had an idea where, you know, criminology, psychology, and sociology, you know, uh, like those type of subjects, you know, I feel like I, I'm trying to teach people those subjects. Well you get it? Because those subjects are, I feel like those subjects are what kind of shape you into like the best possible person. And yeah, like we'll talk more about that. That's, yeah, that's a different, different like, for, that's a story for another day. But at the end of the day, mental health, it needs to be explored more. Um, throughout more episodes and everything, we'll be looking at, you know, different types of mental health. And yeah, man, it just goes to show this is an example of someone that, that can get through it. You get it. So what would be your last word of saying, man? Like, go through it. Like, what, what, what would you advise the man the minute? The man in that, you know, cool. Yeah, that put on the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just doesn't want to chat match. I say, personally, what I say is don't bottom up your emotions. Just focus on yourself if you have to. And social media as well, if you have time to stay away from it stay away from it like don't be glued on your phone because that's another thing that affects your mental health that's what i realize people may not think here but you could be sitting on your phone in your bed not sleeping all night you touch your bed pole you're awake till 8 a.m just looking on your phone scrolling through tiktok or something and you realize your time's gone that's going to affect your mind you may think that's just time i can get it back you can't get back time time is time is money making let me just add on to that as well quickly these apps yeah they're used to waste it. They, they, literally, each app is competing with each other to see who can waste the most time. Yeah, they're used to waste your time, boy. So use your time wisely, in it. Time is value. Use your time. If you're using these apps, use it for a reason. Use it to do research. Use it to do things. Yeah, you can socialize here and there, but always keep a hold of your time. And a lot of people use social media to escape from reality, in it. And I feel like the real world out here, we need to get into here and we need to wake up. Like spoil the coffee and have a look at reality. So yeah, man. For me, I would say women listen to the man no more, have more open conversations, um, and understand that the men are also going through the same things that we're going through. So yeah, that's what I would say. I think I'll finish off with saying: find out, um, go and get informed. If you're not about that reading life, there's a lot of information out there on the internet. Even YouTube, do it. It's worth it. Help the people around you. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, that's the end of episode one. So, yeah, man, we'll be talking more. Um, Have a couple of details as well. So, yeah, take care. We're out. And, yeah, episode two out soon, man. Got it from the mud, never rub the plug never. Got it from the mud, he ain't one of us Got fucks in the spot, they all wanna fuck 
Like rocks in my watch and my phone truck uh, Got it from the mud, never rub the plug never.